Okay, so you're about to listen to a very, very special version of Manifest Simplicity podcast. But first, before you do so, an essay came out on Friday. And what you should have done is um, gone and read it. And if you haven't read it, what you need to do is sign up on the website. And what that will mean is that when the essay comes out, you'll get a little email in your inbox saying, hey, look, there's a new essay out and you should read it. Now, if you don't know who the special guest is this week, you clearly haven't read the essay because we co-wrote the essay together. And his words are in the essay. So here's a little tip. Make sure you're ahead of the game so you don't miss out and you don't miss out on the hype of knowing who I'm sat next to about to record the podcast with. Okay, so go to manifestsimplicity.com, put your email address in the little box, click subscribe, and that way you'll always be ahead of the game. You read the essay on Friday, you mull it over over the course of the weekend, and then on Monday morning, the podcast comes out and you join the rest of us in the world of knowledge. Okay, let's do the show. Welcome to Manifest Simplicity, where we discuss intentional living, minimalism, and searching for meaning in a world obsessed with more. I'm Mick, and I'm without Craig today, but together we run a website called manifestsimplicity.com. We post essays, short thoughts, recommendations, and our rules for living a more meaningful life. On today's episode, we're looking at Kim Kardashian, external versus internal motivation, and kickstarting yourself out of a rut. But first, I'm going to introduce today's special guest co-host of the Manifest Simplicity podcast. Now, how many episodes in are we? 20, 26 or 27 episodes in, and I don't know if anyone has been discussed on this podcast more than the person who I've sat next to. Um, aside from me and Craig, only one man has been mentioned more times, and that is the man himself, the, the, the myth, the, the person that some people thought wasn't real, for a long time, they didn't think you were real because we would talk about you and then nothing ever came of it. And we said we'll get you on the podcast and then nothing ever came of it. But now, here he is in the, not in the flesh because it's a podcast, um, Anton Stewart. Hello. Yes. Yay. Yes. So people, it has happened. Yes. We finally have Anton on the show. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Well, look, we... How long ago did we write Motivation together? Oh, wow. That was a, a good while ago. <laughs> it was a long time good ago. good while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're, the, the reason that we wanted to write something with you is because, like, I find myself to be quite motivated. Mm -hmm. I do lots of running. Yeah. I have musical things going on. We do the podcast. Yeah. Craig also is motivated. He's mm -hmm. being out. He's, he's out doing... Actually, the reason he's not here is because he's out doing creative things with a load of his friends. Nice. Um, so, he's out on assignment. Nice. Um, but yeah, like when we, I don't know how long have I known you, two years now? Yeah, about two years. Nearly yeah, two yeah, years. Yeah. Um, you always struck me as someone who had like an overwhelming sense of motivation and yeah, and you can tense on the podcast. Listen to this. This is Anton tensing, right? right here, here goes, here goes. Oh my God. <laughs> well, if you turn that up really loud, you'll be able to hear his muscles actually cracking because he's <laughs> so <laughs> hench. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, you've always struck me as someone who was very, very motivated and we wanted to write something about motivation and it made sense to interview the person who was, the person we knew who was the most motivated. Oh man. Um, nice. So you're, you're, a, you're one of these um, everlasting motivated people. Do you, ever have, to be. do you ever have a day where you're not motivated? Um, for sure, for sure. Of course, everyone has uh, those days and so do I. Yeah. Okay. Some days I wake up, I'm like, ah. You don't want to get out of bed? Yeah, I don't want to get out of bed. don't want to go to the gym. You know, you don't want to do your kind of like, the things that you've got that tick list that you do. Yeah. You're like, okay, actually I could probably just like do six of them. There's ten on the list. Let's skip the other four. All right, yeah. So yeah, yeah, that does happen sometimes. What's the first thing that goes? Um... Strange enough, the gym. Is it? Yeah. That was, that was because, because for me, like, there's levels with my gym training. Right, okay. So, like, like home workouts is, like, that standard. Like, right, I okay. do that. Yeah. So, if I say I'm not going to go to the gym, it's not, I'm not going to do anything. Right. I'm just going to just, like, substitute that for, like, a home workout. Okay, so it's not like... Yeah, it's not like you're like, I'm not going to do anything. Yeah. It's like okay. I'm doing a slightly scaled That's down right, version. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what after the gym? What else gets sacrificed? Um, Like... Like life admin tasks, right? Yeah, like things that you can be like. Actually, I said I was gonna do it on Tuesday. Yeah, but the deadline isn't really till Friday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll be alright. I, I don't need to get an MOT. Pay my yeah, car tax. It pay just my gets reprioritized yeah. for later. Day. <laughs> Someone else will do it later. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> of course. So. Um, the the home workouts thing is interesting. When we were when we were planning the podcast, we were always thinking about interesting questions for the Ask Reddit section of the podcast. And one of the questions was like, "What is a what is an F, what's the most effective home workout? Now, the workouts that I do don't involve staying at home because ah. I go out and run. You do a lot of running. You yeah. can't yeah. run at home unless no. you've got a treadmill yeah. and neighbours below you that don't mind. Yeah. Um, now, I have neither of those things, so I go out and run trails instead. Sure. Um, what's, a, what's your home workout when you're not at the gym lifting things? Yeah. What's the home workout looking like? Um, so... When are you getting up? My normal time. Yeah. So, it, but what what tends to happen is, I default to a home workout if I've had a late night before. Right. And I'm like, actually, like I need to get to the gym, workout, shower, get to work. Like it's going to be too much. Right. Yeah. So like, if I stay at home, I'm saving like you know twenty minutes easily. Right. Okay. In that travel time yeah. to the gym. So I'll just, I've got a basement. And the whole idea where we're oh, living, I was meant how to. Cushly. I was meant to. Con well, it's not happened yet. I was meant to convert <laughs> that into like a gym, right? Like studio. It's like two, it's got two sections: two yeah, rooms, yeah. studio, and then uh, a, a gym. That's not happened yet. However, um, I do have, um, you know, just like push-up bars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got TRX thing at home. So like, you what's know, that? It's basically like, um, and it's an attachment you can put on your door or on a bar, and it has some ropes, and you can use that to do like uh, weight weightless exercises. So okay. It's quite good. It's yeah, quite yeah. Good. So I do push-ups on that, I could do pull-ups on it, all that kind of stuff. Right, okay. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've done the, the uh, YouTube workout world. Yeah, yeah. Um, it never really enticed me at all. The workout DVD. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm more like customised HIIT workouts. Right, like, okay. I'm getting a HIIT workout in, you know, some squats, you know, some burpees. Completely outside of my wheelhouse. All that kind of stuff. So maybe what we'll do is when, so this podcast eventually is going to go video as well. Oh, cool. So what we're going to do is have this chat, yeah, yeah, most likely in that corner of the room with a with a, with a little chair thing, yeah, 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 maybe yeah. a double camera, nice, nice, edit, 
Nice. Uh, edit it all up nicely and then have some other video content going on as well. Nice. It's far down the line, probably looking cool. at next year for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we should do a minimalist workout series. Yeah, that would be, <laughs> <That'd> be sick. <laughs> that would be, be good. Okay, so we start out. We start out the show normally. Me and Craig take turns to answer these questions. Sure. But seeing as we got our first guest co-host, mm-hmm. um, it felt only right for me to ask you these questions. Sure. Um, because this kind of like gauges where you are, mm-hmm. and it sets a kind of nice line in the sand to, for the rest of the podcast and for the rest of the week to know like what you've been up to, and then kind of like who you've been who you've been vibing off. Cool. So the question number one: What is something that made you a little bit annoyed, a little bit pissed off this week? Oh, a little bit annoyed. Um, Craig normally says like the weather or like he's like driving or his dog or right. something. So I mean, I don't bit... have a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, driving does annoy me a little bit, but um, actually talk about the weather. That's probably something that hasn't made <laughs> me because I'll tell you why. Because talk, going back to that list, that 10 list. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, last week I was um, back at work, but the week before I was off for eight days. Yeah. So I was like, oh, great, I'll, I'll do this, I'll do that. Yeah. And um, one of those tasks was to, um, you know, do a bit of a tidy in the garden. Okay. Know, gardening and stuff, you know. Green fingers. I didn't see yeah, you as a green fingered man. I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. You know, I've got like a little front garden, which is mainly paved. So yeah. I did that. I did that the week before. So that yeah. was all nice. A little bit of weeding. That was all looking fresh. Yeah. Um, but then at the back of the house, I've got like the, the gardens in like two sections. Right. So, and it's like a bigger garden, um, which will like lead onto a big field. Oh, sick. So um, that needed doing. Um, and I thought, oh, I'll do that. But then it was really sunny. Mm. So I did other stuff. Oh. Well, that really See, that was, the time. The, that was the time <laughs> to be in the garden. That was the time I did to be other stuff. And so I thought, that's fine. You could have been like, in the garden, like, I'll do it next week. Popping up the tan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that should have happened. But um, instead, I procrastinated on that. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> yeah, so this is the podcast with the most unmotivated <laughs> person we know. So I did other good things, but then I thought, okay, great. What I'll do, um, I looked at the forecast and thought, it could be okay. I will continue the gardening next week. But then that's advanced for- forecast. Right. Of course, that's changed. Yeah, of course. It's been raining. Yeah. And so it's not been conducive for me the, to go. The weatherman only knows what's happening right now. That's right. He has no idea what the weather's going to yeah. be like. Yeah. So my garden is still needing work. And okay. uh, it's still wet outside. It is still, yeah. It's, so, it's been very wet recently. Yeah. That and has annoyed me. It's my own fault, really. Well, <laughs> the fact that your garden's not done is your fault. Yeah, yeah. You have zero control over the weather, right, unfortunately. Yeah. I know I know. we like to control things. However, you can't control no. water falling out of the sky. Out of my uh, jurisdiction. Out of your jurisdiction. What's something that made you happy this week? It's a strange one. Um, but I'm really happy that Paul Pogba... <laughs> this is news just coming. And the reason why I want to mention this is because I know that like Craig is a football guy. Right, yeah. And you're not really a football guy. Um really like you're not really like a real football guy. You're like a you like dabble. Let's say you dabble. Okay, so uh right. Back in but uh probably like three, four years ago. Yeah. I knew everything. Okay. Mm-hmm. I was deep in the game. I played football game. probably yeah. twice a week. Yeah. I I did fantasy football. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. knew about transfers. I knew about like managerial changes yeah, and yeah, which yeah. players were playing well and why. Yeah. And kind of, I was. I'm an Arsenal fan, so yeah. I was big into the the beautiful Arsenal football. And the yeah. end of the Wenger era was the end of my uh, right. My like deep understanding of football. Yeah. Now, 
the joy I get from football is watching England lose every two years. Fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so one day the fo- football will come home. Okay. But yeah. it's not quite going to happen yet. Not, not just yet. Yeah. So I would say that I am, um, yeah, I think you're probably right. I'm a, I, li- I like to dip my toe every once in a while. When yeah. it's a big game, yeah. I'll go out and watch I'll go and watch England or Arsenal in a final or something. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't have Sky anymore. Ah, so then yeah, you're yeah, you're missing the big match. I don't have stuff. I don't have a TV license either. That minimalist life. So I can't even watch the BBC. I mean, or yeah. ITV football. Yeah, not even ITV player. No, none of that. None of that stuff. No, you can't watch any of it without yeah, a TV yeah, license. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no football for me. But Pogba. Yeah, back to Pogba. I mean, you know, sometimes you can't watch games, but. Yeah. Um, the probably, thing is, you probably I, didn't want to watch these games if Pogba playing because he's been so poor. Okay. This is why I'm happy that he's right. So 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 they paid a lot of money for him. A lot of money, and he hasn't really delivered. I mean, he started off okay, okay, but you expect okay, mediocre start. You know, he he came from Juve, obviously Juve, Syria. It's a much slower pace. Yes. In comparison to the Premier League. Yeah. So this is another thing that you you realize when you watch um, other European leagues is that the yeah. Premier League is so fast. So fast. You get closed down much quicker. Yeah. You you don't have much time to think. Everyone gets back quicker. That's everyone right. goes forward quicker. That's so right. it's very easy. If you're really quick, yeah. it's easy to shine in that league. 100%. Because, because everyone else is running a little slower. Exactly. And I think that's half the problem. Like, do you have to do with the heat? Or in Italy, they're just full of pizza, so they that, can't run. Mm, yeah, all that dough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he, he, he looked fast. Right, like he, he looked, looked fast, fast there in Juve. Right, but like he didn't transition to the Premier League. Right, so for yeah. United, he's not been quick. He just jogs back, doesn't do his job properly. Yeah, I mean, a centre half that could do better than that. So, um, this is only the fresh news that's landed today. Oh, fresh he's basically news. saying that you know he's on tour. United, you know, they're you know, uh, preseason tour kind of thing going on, um, and he's kind of rumored like, yeah, I think it's a good time for me to leave this summer. Ooh. And there's been rumors that he might be going to Real Madrid. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, the only, it's the only place he can go, really. He might it? go back to Juve. There's also that on the cards. Um, so, those yeah. are two options. Blum, despite all of that, is I'm he too, just is glad he, he's leaving United. Yeah, is he too young to go um, to America? Um, he is 27. Okay, so he's still kind of in his prime. So, he's in his prime. Yeah, it's a bit early for America. It's too early to play some soccer. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too, early to, too yeah. early to soccer it. Yeah, that's the, that's the, that's the uh, post 30s. Yeah, you? yeah, after, the, yeah, like, um, the, who's saying Rooney's there now, isn't he? Yeah, the threat for like, Smashing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay, so that's that's made you happy that Pogba's Very happy. Yeah, yeah, so you're you're a United fan. I'm a United fan. And how long have you lived in Manchester and around Manchester? Well, four years. Okay. Um... Yeah, so obviously a lot of people say I'm glory hunter, all this kind of stuff. But I support United my whole life. Okay, why? Even, even why did you support United? Family um, member. Yes, family. The exposure from family members. Yeah. Um, and also, it's a strange one because, like, my granddad, he lives literally behind the Villa ground. So the like, Villa ground. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, I'm born in Birmingham, so Villa. I'm just thinking, I've got like. Family member, well, two cousins and loads of mates that play for Blues as well. So you can imagine, like, they'll be like, oh, you come to this Blues game, like, you can come see us play. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they knew that I wasn't really a Blues fan. Imagine, like, right, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. all of that, and like, you're going to come to the villa? Like, no, nah, I'm not going to the villa. I've never been into the villa, by the way. I'm not so a villa fan. At, um, I had uh, a client at work the other day who played for Aston Villa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his. Um, desktop background mm-hmm. was him lifting the trophy. Yeah. Sad. That, I mean... That's a bit much. That, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
And that's not going to happen for a long, long time. <laughs> long, 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 long. I can see why he's put that into your because <laughs> he wants to cherish that moment, do you know what I mean? But, uh, but yeah, so like, yeah, it's a bit so, of one else. So one you grew else. up in Birmingham? Grew up in Birmingham. And then moved to Manchester? Moved to Manchester, we were and, really. But you've been a Manchester fan. Yeah, but I do travel to games. I've been to games and stuff and like, I've always worked with colleagues that have had season tickets who were just like sharing. Right, like, okay. And, stuff. and you're one, or, not only one of the most motivated people on earth, but also one of the most hooked up people on earth. I've got quite a few hookups. You've got some hookups. Yeah, 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 So you've yeah. done music industry. You did a, yeah, you were a sound yeah, engineer yeah, for a yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Still doing little Still bits do that. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you've done lots of film stuff. Yeah, yeah. You've done... You have friends in the fashion industry. Mm-hmm. So, like, there's always... Little... Always, ding, there's ding, always a hookup, basically. Hook up, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's part, part, of, part of growing up is, like, your friends go out and do other things. That's and good. then you're, like, if I need someone to, I don't know design some environmental policy for the government, I go to Cameron. Ah. If I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, yeah. it's pointless for me. <laughs> if he wants something from the place we work, then, it's yeah. very easy for you know what You know what that's like. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, okay, cool. Very good. Pogba's on his way out. Who would yeah. you like to give a shout out to? Um, I would like to give a shout out to... Um, it's a difficult one. There was like two people. Um, okay. But... I think you'll agree with this one. Um, you're probably going to give a shout out to this person too, even though you don't know what you want to say. But when I say it, you'll be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, to our, uh, our line manager, right. Ian. Our leader. Our leader. Yeah, that pops. Yes. <laughs> he is, the reason being is we had a little conversation and he's agreed to like get a little uh, work go-karting trip. Go-karting. Yes, oh no, I've seen yeah. this. Okay, so... We have wanted to do some like social stuff. Basically, we work really hard. Really hard. Yeah. And our job is, mm, it's not always easy. Yeah. We don't get a lot of time to socialize in our team because yep. we're always rushing about doing whatever we need to be doing. That's right. So it's very nice that Ian and you have have put out the idea of us all going go karting. Yeah. So that's gonna be sick. Yeah. So I'm, shout out to Ian for, yeah, for hooking yeah. up the go karting. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, you, how long have you been driving? How old are you? <laughs> Uh, I'm 32. You're 32? Yeah. Okay. Then you've been driving for... Many, driving many. For like Before years. I had a licence, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bought my first car at 15. No, you didn't. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Straight to the car auction, got a little Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. But like, yeah, I got my licence as soon as it was physically possible. Right. So like, I've been driving from like, day one, like, yeah. So... You... I, I got my provisional, and it was like... Dad, I'm driving your car. He's like, no, you're not. You're going to the auction. So that's funny because you're going to be good at go-karting, presumably, then. I mean, I used to go a lot, like, back in the day. Um, I've not been so much recently, but I've already been... been a couple of times this year. You've been a couple of times go-karting yeah, been, this year? Yeah, been a couple of times oh, this year. Oh, okay, so you're going to um, be good. So I'm... I'm, Because I'm, I'm so... Well, you used to think I'm hench. I'm not, I'm not really that hench. But I'm just a bit you're, you're, heavy you're in the built. car. You're built. The power to rate ratio matters in But you're not right. tall. How tall are you? I'm like 5'10". Yeah, okay. So, you know, I'm, I'm like sitting around about 82 kg now. Right, okay. So that's a lot in a go-kart. But, um, Correct. If, I go, if, I'm, if I'm good in the corners... What's your, well, yeah, what's your reactions like, though? Pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. I, I, I feel like you're going to be good. My driving skills going to have to be top form so I can like kind of be in the top, top five cars. Yeah, I'd quite like to be up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I'm not going to be. Okay. Okay, so I am a bad car driver. I mean, following you over here. <laughs> 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 you're interested in me. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so like, yeah. I don't profess to be brilliant yeah. at driving my real car. Yeah. I have, and many of you will know this, crashed my car before. <laughs> Partly because yeah. I had, um, yeah, so I've, I've, I've written off a car. A whole car? A whole vehicle was yeah. written off. <laughs> um, I fell asleep at the wheel, basically, wow. which was yeah. a bad overworked. idea. Overworked, yeah. Overworked, overrun, yeah. and too many burgers that night. Ah. You know when food makes you fall asleep? That food coma. That's literally what yeah, happened literally. at 90. Did, did, when you were show up, you were like, I've had a food coma. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a food coma accident. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. ring them. <laughs> just, just, yeah, the car's just, car's the car's just gone. Yeah, it's just yeah. not worth it. Yeah. Uh, luckily, I had a second car because right. I'm a minimalist and you should always have two cars. <laughs> no, um, I don't think I'm going to be very good. I mean, it's I've all been, about the fun. I've, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the experience. It's not about yeah. winning. Although, Team I'm ultra, ultra competitive. Ah. So I... Uh, I don't like second place. Uh, Limits throw this out here. Are you that kind of competitive person where like you can see that the you can see that the you know the race is slipping away from you, so yeah. to speak, uh-huh. and you think, you know what, I'm gonna crash people out. Oh, yeah. Are you that kind of yeah. person? <laughs> I, 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 I knew it, I knew it. I've been so like you like yeah, little cheeky. I'm literally that guy. I'm like, oh, okay, so yeah, you're yeah. about to win. Cool, okay, crashing yeah. into you. <laughs> yeah, literally will sacrifice my own health and my own time to take someone else out. If yeah, needs be. Yeah, yeah. That's how it's going to go down. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, go. That's the heads up on that, yeah. Yeah, be prepared. I'll mark your helmet, like, that's Mick. Yeah, Ooh. I'll wear a pink helmet. I'll skirt around you. Yeah, skirt. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Wonderful. Awesome. Now, yes. the next section of our show is called Good News. Good news. You have already hit us with some good news. I have, yeah. That so, was kind of my good your, news. your good news is that Paul Pogba's leaving Manchester. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, the... Uh, the interesting thing about Paul Pogba leaving is that there was such a hype when he came yes. that the hype for him leaving, I feel like, will just be double. Yes. I mean, there is some... Yeah. There's He's done some, some good stuff. He's done some good stuff. But he's still in contract till 2021. Okay, so it's going to be a big money so, move. So, yeah, it's going to cost us a lot of money for him to go. Um, you have to but, pay him out. Yeah, exactly. Unless we get the right money from Juve or from Real Madrid. Okay. But we'll see. Cool. It's still worth it, man. Well, this, 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 so my news is the complete opposite end of the celebrity spectrum. Yes. Kim Kardashian. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That is the opposite end. Okay, so what I did when I was researching my news mm-hmm. was to um, go down one of your roads. Mm-hmm. Because um, you're Plank Gang. Plank Gang. Okay, so talk me through it. What's the, what's the sitch? So, basically... Um, when did I decide to go plant gang? <laughs> you, you mean vegan? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna explain, yeah, I was gonna explain. So, yeah, I'd I say plant gang because it's a bit more cool, you know, but yeah, basically vegan. I'm more plant, I'm plant based, so um, I'm not complete vegan, okay? So, I feel like people say vegan because it's a bit of a buzzword, right? But like the true definition of vegan, of course, there's a lot to it, yeah. You know, so, like you, it, would be, it would be leather and yeah, um, like just just. Using animal products, yeah, animal products as a, as a whole, animal tested, exactly all that kind of stuff. All that stuff. I'm not that there. extreme. Right. I'm more on the health side. Okay. So your food consumption. Yeah, food consumption. Um. So for me, it was okay. How can I? I and I've done this gradually. Right. So I've been vegan. Let's say for two years. Uh huh. Before then, um, I was uh, vegetarian. Okay. With very little dairy. Oh. So I've not. I've not really drank milk. So to speak, since I was about maybe five or six. Oh my god! Yeah, but I still Ooh. had cheese. Okay. Um, and then, you know, I was a meat eater. Um, then I cut out red meat. Yeah. Then, then chicken went. 
then fish went, yeah, and then cheese was last, right, and then so a slow a slow overhaul yeah yeah so over like years and stuff so okay but i've been vegetarian for probably like maybe strictly i'd say proper strictly for about six years right before then i'd like dabble every now and then if i went to a restaurant and, yeah, and like, the oh, option wasn't very good yeah, yeah. i'd have a bit of fish right you know I mean? a bit of chicken yeah but then it gets to a point where once you do it consistently then yeah. you feel really sick when you eat yeah your body adapts yeah and you go oh uh yeah i'm not prepared to digest that exactly, so, um, exactly yeah. yeah so uh, Kim, here's a segue for you. Segway. Kim Kardashian was not prepared, prepared to digest the fact that her furs mm. in her wardrobe were real. Wow. So yeah. she has overhauled her fur collection. So the news this week, Kim Kardashian's fur coats are all vegan. Oh, wow. So Kim I mean, Kardashian revealed that she's replaced all of her fur coats with vegan alternatives. Wow. Fur fashion has long been a part of the rea reality star's wardrobe, but she has overhauled it. So Kim Kardashian West has found a way to hang on to her favorite furs while also going fur-free. As confusing as that sentence is, the reality TV star turned business mogul explained how she accomplished just that while sharing a photo of Northwest wearing one of her shaggy coats. Apparently Kim Kardashian had every one of her most cherished fur pieces recreated in faux fur. Faux fur. <laughs> wow. That is how you know wow. you got too much stuff. I mean... There's various levels here. There's a level yeah. where it's like, oh, I really like that pair of shoes. Yeah. And now they've, they've worn out, I'm going to buy them again. Mm -hmm. And then there's loads of space where yeah. normal things happen. And yeah. then there's where we just heard, mm -hmm. where Kim Kardashian gets all of her fur coats remade, remade. in faux fur. Wow. Um, to update her that wardrobe is, to a more vegan That sitch. is crazy. That is a little I mean, bit mad. Do you think that was more for her ego or like to like look what I've done or is it more like a conscious thing like oh I'm really conscious of this but I'm so attached to them that I'm not prepared to let them go so what I'm going to do get them all remade like, yeah so yeah uh, you, you're right because does the act is great the act is great the act is good yeah. like it obviously sends a big message yeah. like we sh I believe in the fact that these animals should not have died to make mm -hmm. these coats. Yeah. So I'm going to get them remade in faux fur yeah. and then no longer wear yeah. the fur. What happens to fur coats when you don't wear them? Can uh, you have them recycled or what uh, will happen? Uh, I really don't know. I have no idea. Okay, we'll research that. Yeah. Um, but the real question is, what was the, what was the, the kind of motivation behind yeah, it? What, what's the, what's the, the trigger for that? Has she gone, oh, this will be a good thing to post on Instagram? Uh, yeah. Has she gone, yeah. this will make me look great to the press? Exactly. Or has she gone, oh, I really don't feel comfortable wearing fur anymore? Exactly. Option three is great. Yeah, yeah. Option one and two, not so great. And like, how far does that go? You know, would yeah, she then she, say, she wear leather? My shoes. Yeah. My shoe her shoe collection must be crazy. Leather seats in her car. Do you get what I mean? Like, yeah. how far does it go now? Like, actually, all those shoes, I'm going to speak to Jimmy Choo and be like, Hello, mate. <laughs> can you, just yeah. can you make all of these me? again, but yeah, just not yeah. with just I, with fake leather? I, I doubt she's going to do that. Yeah. But it's a good publicity stunt. Yeah. And I guess for some of the influence, I mean, she's got some stupid Matt followers, I'm, I'm guessing, on Instagram and yeah. the rest of it. I feel like the Manifest Simplicity um, Instagram's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> we're biting at a hill. Yeah, we're coming <laughs> after her. So, yeah, so that would be... I mean, the influence she has, it's nice that... It might spark some interest in people's minds. Like, yeah, and go, oh, well, that's an interesting yeah, that. take. Yeah, Why yeah, has yeah, she yeah, done yeah. that? Yeah, you can see it. But, like, also, it's kind of... It is a very zeitgeisty thing to be doing. Indeed. To, yeah, overhaul your wardrobe. Um, and, yeah, I think it's kind of like... She's signalling to other people that she has a moral 
compass and yeah. she has a kind of understanding of how they're supposed to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. But good news. Well done, Kim. Shouts out to her. Yeah. Shouts out to Northwest. As long as, as long as that's not as far as it goes. Yeah. And what we want to know is the motivation behind it. What a segue. Okay, yeah. so we are the kings of segways here. Yeah. yeah. And um, if you didn't know that already, you know it now. <laughs> okay, so we are about to read motivation. This mm. week's essay, co-written. Actually, co-written. 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 Let's go with that. It's like a like a a collab. Collab. It's a collab. It's like manifest simplicity featuring feet. Feet. Anton Stewart. And eats plants. And eats plants. Okay, yeah, we'll 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 tag you. Bam. We'll tag you in the in the show notes. Um, so this week's essay, motivation. If you head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash motivation, you can read this week's essay in its entirety. I don't think we're gonna read the whole thing. What we're gonna do is I'm gonna do a little intro and then we're gonna go through your answers to my statements. Cool. Is that cool? That's cool. Because we wanna leave them. We wanna leave them with a little bit. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm course, saying? Go and, go and read the rest. So go to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash motivation. You can read um, our essay on um, how, where motivation comes from, internal versus external. Um, in its entirety, right there, and you can share it with your friends, post it on your social medias, do all the good stuff. Um, so this essay, Motivation, um, let me just read a little bit from the beginning and then we'll get into your answers and we'll discuss them a little bit. Cool. Okay, Motivation. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Life isn't always about doing the things we love. Sometimes, in order to move forward, we have to do things we don't necessarily enjoy. We may enjoy the anticipation or the feeling afterwards, but the actual activity required to move forward often involves sacrifice, pain, and suffering. Life is about doing the things you have to do, even when you don't want to. Progress starts with this mindset. Before results, before happiness, before that Instagram post, before that victory comes hard work. In high school and early college, I was one of the most successful cross country and track runners in the country. I'd won multiple county championships on track and field, represented my county at two national championships and was consistently lowering my times for each event I competed in. It was great. I trained a lot, but I saw lots of excess, of success, I saw lots of excess. God, that's, excess, a, Freudian excess. Slip. that's <laughs> a Freudian slip for a, for a podcast about minimalism. But I saw lots of success, so it was worth it. What people didn't see, however, was the two to three years of insanity that built the foundations of my success. My mum saw my talent early, and being the crazy type A person she is, took things straight to the extreme. And there's that famous quote from Monopoly, don't pass go, don't collect 200 pounds. <laughs> That's literally what it felt like. <laughs> I would get up at 6.45 every morning before school, and I mean every morning, swig a half a carton of orange juice, grab my spikes, and head to West Harrow Park. Come rain or shine, or actually snow as well. Wow. My brothers, forced into action by our insane, insane mother, and I would run laps of the cricket fields. We were joined by family's friends whose kids had also seen some success and started a cult of achievement based on insane effort, unseen work and unrelenting obsession. I'm not a particularly special athlete, but I outworked my rivals and stood on podiums built on sweat, cuts, bruises, tears and tantrums. Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. So we asked you a load of questions about... Well, we didn't really. I asked you to write something about how, where sure. you get motivation from. Yeah. You run um, a... What do you run? Tell us about it. What do you run? Um, so it's kind, of like, it's kind of an idea that um, my friends had and they approached me and we kind of just got together and got it up and running. Yeah. Um, 
So it's it's a brand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called It Doesn't Come Easy. Correct. Um, and we'll link it in the show notes. So we'll send it. Send we'll, we'll send people to the gram. Screw. Screw. I appreciate that. Over to the gram. Um, so it's it's essentially a brand, um, clothing brand, and um, but it's also a bit more than that. So we connect with athletes um, who are training, but like we follow their story. Yeah. So you should see some of that coming. Um, and it's kind of like exactly what you've just described there. All the stuff behind the scenes that people don't see. Yeah. Because everyone always kind of sees the athlete when they're at the top or Correct. nearly at the top, as it were. Yeah. Um, but everything before and their come up, that's what we want to focus on. Yeah. And um, kind of put that out there so people can see actually it takes a lot of hard work, dedication, extra hours that no one sees. Mm. Um, and that's, that's really where the motivation thing comes in. Uh, and that, you know, only the top kind of like, you know, two, three percent are going to get to the top. Yeah, I, th- I think less than that. Even less than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it's, it's kind of looking at what gets them there. Yeah. And what is that foundation? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, I was talking to uh, the guy who played for Aston Villa mm-hmm. at work the other day. And he w- and I, I was asking him questions. He's a professional footballer. And I've mm-hmm. never really had a kind of normal conversation with someone who plays football yeah. professionally at a really, really high level. Yeah. And I was asking him questions to try and work out what their life is like yep. because I just don't like, I'm just outside of my com- understanding completely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, one of the questions I asked was, what would you, what do you wish people knew about your job that no one knows? Mm-hmm. And he, he said almost exactly that. He's like, I know it looks like on the field, if I'm having a bad game, it looks like I'm rubbish. Yeah, yeah. But you have to understand that I'm not rubbish. Mm-hmm. I'm just having a bad day. Sure. The point of me playing the, for a professional team yep. is that I am the top. That's right, yeah. 0.001% yeah. of yep. boys of my skill set yep. in the entire world. That's right. And I'm just not having a good day. That's right. When people say to them, you're rubbish or you're shit, or mm-hmm. you're like, how did you even become a professional footballer? Yeah. They like, well, look, I put in loads of hard work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was also happened to be talented, tall, yeah. right bone structure. Yeah, yeah. Got really lucky, met the right agent, had the right girl by my side the That's whole right, time. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. there's all this extra stuff that goes in, yeah. but you don't understand that because you just see me playing on TV. Yeah. And shout out Paul Pogba. Shout out Paul Pogba. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, oh no, yeah. I have spoken to Paul Pogba's wife actually. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. so yeah, it makes a lot of sense. There's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that yeah. people don't necessarily see, and that's kind of where the yeah where motivation comes from. Mm-hmm. If you if you didn't have motivation, none of that you you wouldn't see the final result, but you also wouldn't see any of that stuff beforehand. Yeah. The the point of Mo Farah winning all those gold medals mm-hmm. is to prove to people that you can come from nothing, work really hard. Yes. And if you've got a little bit of talent to work with, mm-hmm. it's all possible for you. 100, um, 100. If he didn't have that motivation to come out of, and yeah, we, I spoke about him a little bit in, in, mm-hmm. in this essay. Yeah. If he didn't have that motivation to come out of a kind of, lived in poverty and yeah. moved to South London mm-hmm. and kind of mm-hmm. didn't, didn't like school, didn't really like normal life, just happened to be an incredible athlete. Mm-hmm. If he didn't have the motivation to succeed, then it might have never happened for him. Yeah, it would have been enough. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we asked you to write some, yeah, like a little thing about, about um, your motivation journey and how you see... Um, how you see forward progress. So would you read for us, please, what you've written, and I'll jump in and 
Yeah, so go from my take on motivation. Oh, cool, yeah. Um, so, yes, this is the first time... Well, no, it's not. Craig reads his as well. Sure. But you wrote this, so you can read yeah, it. Sure. That's the rules. Sure. If you wrote it, you read it. Okay, cool. My take on motivation has morphed over time, with one or more defining examples being in relation to my health and fitness approach. I guess as I've crept into my 30s, I've become very aware of my health and how nutrition and exercise impacts it dramatically. Mm-hmm. Getting old uh, became, in inverted commas. Inverted commas, <laughs> definitely, yeah. uh, became my motivation to get fit and healthy. This highlights my early thoughts and motivation, which was simply this. External triggers are needed to shift your current mindset towards achieving your goal. Okay, external triggers are needed to shift your current mindset towards achieving your goal. Yes. Cool. What, explain that to us. Oh, you're going to. You're about to. 100. <laughs> so um, I was constantly looking for external stimuli for motivation, such as role models that have achieved the level of success that I desire. Like, for example, YouTube fitness videos, uh, gym bodies, to name a few. This worked for me because it gave me the initial drive to get going. Yes. It's key to remember that anything you're serious about, um, you research, you plan, and then you begin to execute. Yeah, so we were talking about... Um, this applies also in the minimalism world to making a new purchase. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're doing, we, I think we will have just done a two-part release on what is minimalism. Mm-hmm. We recorded part one of, uh, last, uh, on Friday yeah. and we're recording part two next week. Mm-hmm. And your, this one will come out after that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two-part on what is minimalism has just, just come out. Mm-hmm. And in there we spoke about when you're buying something new, this process makes sense. When you're going to commit to something new, mm-hmm. this process makes sense. You research, you go, right, what is the, where is the ground now? And how would I move myself onto it? That's right. You plan the moving yourself onto it. Yeah. How do I get myself from where I am to where I want to go? Mm-hmm. And then you put it into practice. That's right. So that's like massive, even outside of just working out. That's for any project. That's for, yeah. that's for life. It's like, I've got to work out I've got to work out where I am, mm-hmm. where I want to go. Then I've got to make a plan to get me from here to there. And then I've got to make it happen. 100. Yeah. 100. For sure. Um, so your analogy is, yeah, buying a house. Yeah. And, you know, you wouldn't like research. You know, you wouldn't just like say, oh, I'm just going to buy that house. You did the research first. Yeah. You find out the area, you know, look, at, look into the neighborhoods. Then you look at your finances and then you start planning, like, you know, go do some viewings. Yes. Get a vibe for the area, where are the schools. Yeah. You know, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So you, you applied this to health and fitness? Most definitely. Okay. Um, so I took this approach to health and fitness, soaking in as much external motivation as possible, which gave me a clear understanding of what the gold standard, in inverted commas, would yeah. be, what that looks like, and how I could translate this into my life in a realistic way. Yeah. Um, so at this point, I'd realised it was getting. I was getting older. I wanted to take my health more seriously. I'd taken on board relevant external motivators, uh, and that gave me the buzz to get going. Yeah. So you sit. I get this all the time. Mm-hmm. I get this all the time. I'm a. Craig will tell me off because I'm about to say the same thing I say all the time. I'm writing lots of music at the yeah. moment, mm-hmm. and the reason I wanted to, I got back into writing music is because I heard a load of pop songs that I really mm-hmm. liked, mm-hmm. and I rediscovered some of my favorite albums from back in the day, and I was like, it got me, got me the buzz. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, cool, I'm gonna write some songs again. Yeah. That without a like plan and a and a internal make this happen. Yes. 
is com- entirely pointless. It's pointless, yeah. yeah. It, the buzz is literally just a spark. Yeah. It's not enough to kind of... There's no substance to that, you know. Yeah, correct. Um, it's nice as a starting point, but then you need some building blocks. Yes. And, yeah, yeah. You, you, the, the buzz is not practical. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, people are like, oh, I want to get back to the gym. Maybe they speak to their colleague at work. Yeah. Like, you know, there's loads of people that come to me like, Anton, oh, I'm thinking about doing this. Yeah. I have a chat with them at work for like, you know, two minutes. Yeah. They get a little buzz like, yes, yes, Anton, thanks, man. I'm going to get back into this. But that's not enough. You then need to then have a plan and start researching, actually, what are my specific goals going to be for what I'm trying to do? Yeah. Because you, you might be looking at me as, let's say, inverted commas, a type of gold standard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wish I was like able to train like Anton, but that's not going to work in your situation. Yeah. So then you need to go away and think like, right, okay, what are some examples of what I want to do? I'm looking to lose weight or I'm looking to add muscle tone. Or I'm looking to, I'm looking to write a book or yeah, I'm looking like, to um, move forward in my career. It, it applies to all of, anything, all of those I'm situations. I'm looking to learn a new instrument, you know, Correct. Like, anything yes. like that, yeah. you know, um, the buzz is just to get you going, yeah. but then you don't have to start putting a plan in place. Yeah. And if you don't do that quick enough, That'll just tail off. Okay, so the time scale really does matter. Really does matter. Yeah. yeah. Because then if you don't, the next time if you put if you to like almost plot that on a graph, that motivation peak has to be much higher the second time before you do anything. So you initially were motivated by a buzz. Yeah. Or you know, something that sparked it. Let's say you plot that on, let's say, um ten on a graph. Yeah. yeah. Um you start it, but then that tails off and you then go to minus twenty-five. The next time you think about doing that same activity again, you're probably going to need to get to plus 30 before you even yeah. think about doing it. Because actually, when I was about to tell last time, I didn't even do anything. Like, it's pointless. Yeah, it, yeah, I didn't see it immediately. Yeah, yeah. So and the buzz only got me to 10. That's right. Yeah. So you don't need to then get a, a much greater example of that. Actually, I can actually see it's working. If, yeah. I, if I've sorted my schedule, if I did this, if I did that, it is possible. Yeah. But... It takes it's much harder to get to that point again. Yeah. So the second time round. Second time round. Yeah. And the third time round is even more difficult. Yeah, because you've already you've already given up on it twice. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the, playing an instrument is a really interesting yeah. analogy because it, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. When I picked up the guitar for the first time, mm-hmm. you, your the external motivator is like, oh, I want to be like the guy who mm-hmm. plays guitar. Mm-hmm. Or, the, yeah, there was a guy growing up around us who was played in loads of bands and was super cool. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to be him. Yeah. And I picked up a guitar because I wanted to be like him. Mm-hmm. But then you realise that it's really hard. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, okay, it's not, really, it's not really my thing. Yeah. The second time around, you need something bigger. That's right. You need, like, you need some, a competition or you need a something to yeah, aim exactly. for that pushes you all the way back up again. That's right, yeah. And you've got to get the, yeah, when you're, when we've written about this, um, sugar, what was the essay called? I can't remember. Something about when you're in a valley mm-hmm. and when you're at the top, mm-hmm. it's the, on, the only way you can look back and see all the like struggle you had to go through mm-hmm. is because the only reason you can do that is because you it are at the top, the top. Yeah. and you appreciate the journey much more that's right because you got there mm-hmm. from at the bottom that's right so that makes sense with with playing an instrument's a, a good analogy for that as well i think yeah yeah for definite um so yeah so without thorough assessment we are unable to plan and set realistic goals for for success so you realize you're getting older you wanted to take your health more seriously which makes complete sense I'm I'm getting to that point now myself. Twenty eight, about to be twenty nine. I'm thinking, 
do I want to be having two beers mm-hmm. or do I want to just have one? Yeah. Do yeah. I want to do I want to have a second ice cream? Yeah. Is one ice cream going to be enough? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one yeah. ice cream is never enough. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So you start out by eating healthier. Um, yeah, 100. Going to the gym. Yeah. And then you're talking about staying power. Yes. Um, so the staying power and discipline was lacking once I began to realise the level of commitment required to achieve my goal, which is, I think, a lot of people probably experience that. Yes. Um, so I was lacking kind of internal motivation. Okay, so you had lots of external triggers. Loads of triggers. This is what, this is what that's what I want to look like. I want to be able to, to, yeah, that guy can lift that and that's I want to be it. cool like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that guy's book is great. I want to write something like that. That's right. That I really like the sound of that album. I want to be as cool as him. That external stuff only gets you to a certain point. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so... I've realised that, so it's the internal motivation that I was kind of lacking. So it's key to remember that um, self-assessment is what you really need to do. Okay. Uh, and by that I mean, uh, not simply saying statements like, I'm unfit, or, um, yeah, we're talking about a really detailed analysis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of where you are on your daily nutrition, your sleeping habits, um, where you are in terms of your, ma- your macros, you know, your daily exercise, other examples, you know, how much time you're committing to, to playing a keyboard daily? Yes, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Um, yeah. Is it a priority? Yeah, exactly. Like, so you, you're really assessing how much time you're committing to that thing. Yeah. Um, what things you could have you could have done even before approaching it. Yeah. So, um, okay, you've got a keyboard. Um, where's the keyboard in the house? Hmm. You know, I love this stuff. You know, like for example, like, is it like like your main room? That you would normally like, okay, I've finished work now. You drop your keys in the hallway. You go straight into the living room. Yeah. Like, that is your kind of, like, chill space. Yeah. However, wh- why don't you flip the script and put the keyboard in that room? Yeah. So as soon as you walk in, visually, like, the keyboard's, yeah, the keyboard's staring at me. Yeah. We've not spent any time. I need to... Yeah. You know, those kind of assessments yeah. will, will challenge you. Then say, actually, what I'm going to do now, I don't want this keyboard to be in this room. Mm. But now I've seen it so much times, I'm already playing it. Yeah. And the, you've created a habit. Correct. Oh, Craig would love this. So, yeah, it's, it's those kind of things. <laughs> Shout out to Craig. Shout out Craig. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's so sad. Yeah. He's so sad that he couldn't be here for this, for the, for this co-hosting. Oh, Craggles. It's all right, mate. We're thinking about you. So, yeah, um, so it's that kind of self-assessment. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think I, the, the, the putting it in your way is a really interesting one. Yeah. Like, you kind, sometimes you do have to kind of trick yourself yeah. out of the stale like I, yeah, I I had my my guitars in the case right now mm-hmm. because I had just tidied up. Sure, but I try and keep it out of the case so that when I get home, it's kind of there, mm-hmm. it's in tune, yep. it's ready to go, yep. and I, there's it's about removing barriers. One hundred. It's about removing the barriers. So right. if if, yeah. if and this is the same thing about like running shoes by the front door. Yes. About getting your running kit out and laying it out yep. the night before. Yeah. Same thing. Like I do the same, the same kind of things. Yes. We removed, we removed the barriers in order to make the transition from where you are to where you want to be much easier. 100. Yeah. So 100. put the keyboard in the living room. Yeah. Makes sense. But people are going to feel, why is it, why is your keyboard there? Yeah. So, oh yeah, because it's a priority yeah, for it's me. A priority. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Put your guitar on your bed. 
Now you, now you can't get into bed <laughs> until you played it without having played it. Yeah, exactly. At least yeah. picked it up. You've got to pick it up. Yes. Yeah, the you? um the <laughs> other one the other one is like preparing yourself for it by doing something that's like linked. Yes. I was listening to a podcast today which was about songwriting, and mm-hmm. it was Ben Gibbard, who's the singer from a band called Death Cab for Cutie, mm-hmm. like a American Seattle acoustic emo band basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and he was saying that when he he wanted to start karate mm-hmm. when he was a kid. Yeah. And his mum and dad said, cool, we'll book you for karate. You can start karate in January. Mm-hmm. But over the course of the summer, mm-hmm. you've got to go to six weeks of ballet yeah. to get yourself into a, like a physical condition to do karate well. Yes. I so, love this. So yeah. he goes yeah. Yeah. to a week of ballet. Yeah quits yeah. and realise he doesn't want to do karate mm-hmm. because the work involved to get himself ready for it was not something that he was prepared to do. Exactly. I mean, that, that is it's a perfect example. It's like looking at, you know, like when you want to do something, sometimes you don't realise how much um, aspects of your life it's going to affect. 100%. So like you feel, I, I want to get fit. I want to play the guitar. Okay, you want to play the guitar. That's great. But that's going to affect your social life. Because mm-hmm. now you're going to be, maybe that, that hour that you go down to the pub, you're now going to be at home playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, it affects your schedule, of course, that's an obvious one. Yeah. There's so much different areas it's going to affect. Yeah. And if like, actually, have I really thought it through? You know, so that's a perfect example. Like, you know, prepping yourself before you even get to it. Okay, now I need to start, rather than just being a mad cut-off, like I used to go out every Thursday with my friends. Maybe I, I say to my friends, okay, for the next three months, um, is it okay if we go out every other Thursday? Yeah. Or so you guys go out. Yeah. I'm just not going to be coming every other Thursday. That's right. Because I'm committing time to this. Yeah. So sometimes a gradual, like phasing it, yeah. works better versus, well, I'm just going to cut this off and I'm going to be starting the gym next week, Monday. Right. I've decided. And I'm going every day. It's not practical. Yeah. It's not realistic. You know, yeah. you need to phase that in and be like, actually, right, let's just get myself set up. Realistically, I'll start this next month. Yeah. So I now have a month to make some adjustments in my in, in my daily schedule. Yeah. The things that I would do so that this becomes more realistic when I start it officially next month. Yeah, and I think also it's about winning small early. Yes. Like if you can if the the first goal for getting out and running more mm-hmm. is to get up and put your shoes on. Yeah. Even if on the first day all you do is get up, get dressed Get undressed, get in the shower and go to work. It's the first you did step. you did some of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like the next day, get out, run to the bottom of the road and run back again. Yeah. yeah. You've run. Eventually it becomes a habit and yeah. because you've won a small, 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 slightly bigger, slightly bigger, slightly bigger, when you want to go and win big, yeah. you've done the groundwork beforehand. That's it. Um that's the, you're summing up all the things that me and Craig have spoken about for the last twenty five episodes. Cool. This is about there's, if you want to l- listen to more about that kind of subject, there's an essay called No, which went up quite recently, which is about saying no to some things mm-hmm. in order to say yes to the things you're prioritizing. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. you, there's no way for you to do everything. Mm-hmm. But, so you have, to, you have to say yes to the things that kind of set you on, on fire. Mm-hmm. Yep. But that means saying no to some other things. Yeah. And sometimes that's yeah. tough. Sometimes it means, yeah, like you've got to sacrifice your social life. Yeah. We could both now yeah. be playing football with the team from work. That's right, yeah. But we decided that this was something that we wanted to prioritise. Yeah. We've been nagging you to come on the show. Yeah. <laughs> We've been yeah. nagging you to come yeah. on the show for the, yeah. Yeah. since the beginning of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And we finally found a time when our schedules worked yeah. out. Yeah. So we're sacrificing everything else to do this. Yeah. We could be doing anything else right now. Yeah. We could have driven all the way here. 
come to the pub. <laughs> That's it. There has to be an element of self-denial. Yeah, to, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so what happens when you start to see those little wins? Like, what what's the kind of next step and how do you move forward from there? So, um, okay, so let's have a look at an example here. Um, so once, I, once I've realised this, just about making self-assessment, I started to see the change I wanted. So example was, I noted... Uh, reduction energy, okay. And, uh, gradually declining my metabolic rate. Right. I wasn't. What's metabolic rate for for people who don't know for don't who don't <laughs> so, know activity? Um, basically, your metabolism. Right. So, okay. So how quick you yeah, process food yeah, and, and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. How you how you process energy essentially. So yeah. So you're making those assessments and realizing that actually I'm getting older. I can't eat all the foods I used to eat. So there's either two ways this can work. I can either start being more disciplined with what I eat. Yeah. Or I need to, if I want to eat the same foods, I then need to exercise at a higher rate. Yeah. You know, so I'm yeah, expending yeah, yeah. more energy so I can continue to eat cookies. Now, now let me, let me just fill in the, fill in <laughs> yeah. the people, right? Okay. So Anton, very, um, uh, very inspirational, great at motivating others, a good listener, um, also a complete fraud. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so Anton, although he is, yeah, you're right. You're not like a super strict yeah. vegan. Yeah. You are, you are trying very hard to make that a priority, Yeah. but you are a sucker for a <sighs> shortbread chocolate chip oh, cookie. <laughs> it's a problem. <laughs> it's a real problem. Yeah. It's yeah. so funny. You'll come, yeah. we'll come into the break room at work yeah. and you'll be like, you're eating a salad yeah. or that you're, just, yeah, uh, or you're having falafel or you're having something like really hearty, good yeah. vegan food. And, and then that. there's just a big box of cookies next to you with chocolate yeah. chips. Yeah. 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 I'm a sucker I'm for chocolate. I'm a, I'm a sucker for chocolate chips too yeah. as well. I, I, I know exactly how you feel. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, you went, you went plant-based. Mm-hmm. Um, and then did you see, did you see like immediate changes? Did you no. see things like so, perking up straight away? No. So the results didn't come overnight, but with consistency and discipline, the results started to pay off. Okay. That's a key thing. So now, now we're getting into it. Yeah. So you realized that there's a few things that you needed to change mm-hmm. in order to make, to put yourself in a position to win. That's right. Now that also applies, like all of this, this is why we had you on the show, because you're fucking smart. All of this applies to the way we live our lives as well. Yeah. If you can, yes, win small and early, mm-hmm. put yourself in the best position to win and not expect to see results immediately. Yeah. You're preparing yourself to succeed. That's right. So the, the putting yourself in a position to succeed for you was, I need to make sure that the things going into my body are the best things for me to get the most out of my body. That's right. Yeah. Which makes complete sense. Yeah. If you're going to go and run lots of marathons, you don't just eat ice cream. You need to eat some sort of carbohydrates because you're going to go and expend yeah, it all. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to write lots of songs, you need to practice your rhyme and your. you need to do some listening to some other great songwriters that That's you right. know and yeah. kind of do some studying of their work and put yeah. yourself in a position to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't do those things, you are setting yourself up to fail. Yeah. Um, one of the one of the quotes in here um, that actually I I kind of stole um, from a old running friend of mine, um, Philippa Lowe, who, um, who I used to train with back in Harrow. Mm-hmm. She has she runs for Team GB. 
Nice. She ran for England and I don't know if she runs for Team GB. She definitely run for England. Yeah. She does 400 meters and 400 meter hurdles. Nice. And um, she has this, I mean, it's probably not even her saying, but I attribute it to her because yeah. she's yeah. the one who uses it the yeah. most. Yeah. She has this saying, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Yeah. I've definitely heard that before. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah and yeah, she, yeah. that that's, she was not mm. the best in our training group. Yeah. There were people better than her, mm -hmm. but she just worked the hardest. That's what it is. That's all it is. That's what it is. Yeah. Sick. So this this puts you in a place to succeed. You're kind of you're you're you've got the ingredients. Everything's working out nicely for you. You start to see results. Mm -hmm. This last little bit is that is is what really got me about this this thing that you've written for us. So the great thing about genuine motivation is that once you hit one goal, that result motivates you onto the next goal, and so the cycle continues, and you push. The benchmark to new heights yeah that's literally the sums up everything that that we're talking about when we're talking about life optimization when we're talking about bettering ourselves mm -hmm. every time you win you you can use that win to fuel your next yeah your next thing um i don't know how you feel about this like maybe even with your own running like or even some other stuff you've done um this might relate to you so, but let's say songwriting yeah you know you do songwriting I bet you never thought when you started songwriting, I'm going to write um amazing song and it's going to go top 40. Yeah. I, I don't think that would have been your initial goal. I'm going to write a song that's going to be top 40. No, I my initial goal was I'm going to write songs so that girls will like me. Exactly. <laughs> you start with a goal that is achievable. Yeah. You know, that is achievable. You could yeah. write a song that's like, oh, you're still, you're still talented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, Which is exactly what happened. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and my life was ruined. <laughs> So, so yeah, so that's how you kind of start off. And like, for me, I never had like... Yeah, I wanted to be in a band. Yeah. I wanted to write songs so that I could yeah. play them and people would think I was cool. That's, that's, that's an okay motivator that's, to start with. That's doable. Yeah. You know, it's doable. Yeah. You, you can't be this like out of the park kind of ideas. Yeah. Which, which can just crush your dreams if you like, if you, if you never hit it. And you're constantly trying to chase something that actually realistically isn't going to happen right now. It could happen. Yeah. But you just start, set some smaller goals... And once you've hit that, you set another one. Then you hit another one and you kind of go from yeah. there. It's like the, the idea of stretch goals. Yeah. Where it's like, this is my, this is the next thing I want to achieve. Yeah. The next thing I want to achieve is I want to have written 50 songs. That's my next goal for the rest of the year. Yeah. I want 50 songs written. Mm -hmm. My stretch goal would be to have 100 songs written. Yeah. If I reach 50, I've achieved it. That's if right. I reach 100, I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah. If I reach 50, I then will set my, set my next goal, which will probably be to get 20 of them recorded as demos yeah, yeah. and then get those 20 down to 11 and get that yeah, 11 yeah, recorded yeah. by a band and get, yeah. That, yeah. get that record released and yeah. then go and tour it. And like yeah. the, yeah. Next, the next steps are there. But if my goal was to go out and tour... I've skipped all the like. The middle bit, yeah, I've yeah, skipped yeah. all the like hard, the hard small work at yeah. the beginning. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you 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 start to see results, and that becomes your new normal. Um, so this last bit is the summing up of of what you've written for us. Um, mm -hmm. External and internal motivation. Yeah, external and internal motivation works hand in hand. Having said this, I'd encourage you to cultivate the ability to be internally motivated more than anything else. Yeah. Your mind and body are the greatest instruments to achieve your goals. Okay. Um, be it in fitness or anything else, remember that external motivators can let you down and leave you questioning why you've begun in the first place. Use external motivators to kickstart your journey, but do not let them become a permanent crutch. 
Stand upon your own two feet and walk. You may stumble occasionally. It doesn't come easy. But soon, if you keep at it, you'll be running. Okay, so this is the, the, this is the like, crux. Yeah. This is the point of it, that like, yes, external motivators are great. Yeah. There are, there are, there have been wonderful things created by people who were motivated by others yeah. and who were inspired by others. Yeah. But if that's all you have, it's not enough. It's not enough. No. You also need to motivate yourself. Win small, put yourself in a position to succeed, celebrate your victories, have a stretch goal, yeah. and motivate yourself. That's right. If you are relying on the, the world to move you forward, it's never going to happen. You, no. You've got you've to have something in yourself that says, this is what I want and I'm not going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to stop until I've got it. That's right, yeah. yeah. It's okay to let those things spark you. Yeah. I'm sure Mo Farah saw Seb Coe and thought, I could do that. Yeah. And that was the spark. And I'm sure you saw someone and thought, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to be able to lift that, or I'd love to look like that. Yeah. And then you kind of, you small, 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 and then eventually you're kind of on your way there. That's right. Um, awesome. Wonderful. It's time for, oh, if you want to read the rest of the essay, head to manifestsimplicity.com forward slash motivation. Me and Anton wrote this one together, and it sums up, a lot of what we've been talking out about over the course of the last six months. Um, so manifestsimplicity.com forward slash motivation. Read the essay. If you want to get at Anton, what's your Instagram? Uh, Ant eats plants. Ant eats plants. Where yeah. I'm from. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a posh Londoner. Yeah, I can't help it. Um, so let's get to um, almost everyone's favorite part of the show, which is called Ask Reddit. Now, you're ask, not... Ask Reddit. Ask Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. We're going to mock each other's accents. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't use Reddit. I don't know. But I've prepared some questions. Thank you. Are you ready? I am ready. What is something embarrassingly easy that you suck at? Uh, okay. Um, so one of the answers on there was whistling. That's not a problem for me. I can, I can manage that. Go on then. Uh, <laughs> why, why are you trying to put me on the spot though? <laughs> Okay, yeah, maybe I, maybe I suck at that a little bit. Then. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe that. Um, what else? What else do I suck at? Maybe uh, something that's embarrassingly easy that you know should be easy, but you're like, oh, I just can't do it. Okay, let's say juggling. Juggling. I feel like, I feel like juggling is quite easy. What? Barely anyone can quite, juggle. I think it's quite easy. Do you think? Yeah. Oh. I mean, like, yeah, I think it's quite easy. No. No, I can't juggle. Oh, okay, cool. I always thought that was really easy. Maybe because, like, maybe in my class at school, like, just a load of clowns. Everyone, everyone could juggle. Really? So I was like, oh, what school did you go to? Like, circus school. No, not circus school, but like, all the kids were just like dope at juggling. Like, what? So, like, maybe I thought, like, but it skewed me a little bit to think that that was normal. <laughs> <laughs> For me, parallel park. Oh, man. That's, again, a lot of people say that's quite difficult to do. I can't do it. Really? Yeah. Is it, why is it like a spatial awareness thing? Or I just, don't know. I just, uh, my car's massive to start with. Yeah, that is quite. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah, got a big got car. car so that's the duck and duck. I learned in a micro. Ah, so the adjustment is. I can park that yeah, without yeah, even breathing. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah, now I've that. got the cash car. It's like driving a front room. Yeah, that's that's. that's yeah, a can't parallel park. Can't do yeah. that. Yeah. Um. What else can't I do that is supposed to be embarrassingly easy? I imagine there's plenty of things. Um. Yeah, it's a weird one. Let's go through people's answers. There were some good answers on the old on the old Reddit. Okay, so yeah, can't whistle, that's a good one. Snap, can you click? 
Oh, I thought it was with a strong whistle. Yeah, come on, come on. You know who else is a good whistler? Ian. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's a world-class whistler. Um, Yeah, click in. Can you click? Yeah. Easy. Easy. Light work. Light work. (laughs) Cutting cheese. No, that's 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 not a problem. I can't cut it straight. What? Yeah, I'm always like. I think it's because like a my granddad really likes cheese. So, <laughs> so you practice. Crunches my granddad. Yeah. Dance? Can you dance? Yeah, yeah, I got the moves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what we'll do is once we finish I the. I got po- the moves with Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> we'll um we'll uh, we'll record you dancing for the for the Instagram. Oh yeah, cool. We'll cool. do a little screw. Yeah, screw. You're good at you you can dab quite well. Dab, yeah. Yeah. Um, air guitar. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah. Opening bags of vegetables from the from the shop. Light work, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're massive though. So <laughs> and it's plants, do you know what I mean? Like it's kind of exactly. like... Exactly, ironing. Ironing, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty dope at that. Okay. Yeah. Is there anything you're not good at? Uh, Apart from juggling. Yeah, uh, I'm, pr- I'm, I'm, I'm a very good all-rounder. Um, okay. Yeah. My mom, my oh, mom, I'm, oh, my, I'm Anton. I'm my mom trained me well, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm a good, yeah, you know, I can do all the, all the household tasks. I can cook. No clean, all that. What's your, um, you know, everyone has a like signature meal. What's your signature meal? Oh man, signature meal, okay. Um, you know what mine is. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely know what yours is. Yeah. Pork and beans. Pork and beans, yeah, so yeah. I'm a pork, pork and barbecue beans fan. I eat it almost every day at work. That's, it's consistent. And you know what? When you go, mm-hmm. having just recorded this podcast, gonna make, I'm gonna make some. Yeah. I'm gonna leave it cooking for 10 hours. Very consistent. Um, what's my signature dish? Um, I make a lot of things to be honest, so it's very difficult for me to narrow down one. I'm pretty good at making lasagna from scratch. Oh um, yeah, pretty dope at that. Um, obviously now I'm plant gang. Yeah, you know it's with that cheese as well. So ah. it, it, yeah, if you want to know how to do that, you can hit me up. No, oh, okay. Yeah, hit, hit, yeah. hit up Anton, yeah. DM yeah. him, and he'll give you his secret recipe Come for on. cheeseless lasagna. Exactly. Um, okay, so question two: Creators, makers, musicians, artists, and writers of Reddit. When you don't have motivation or lack creative energy. What do you do to kickstart yourself back up? Ooh. So when you're not, so on those days, like this is where we started, we've gone yeah. full circle. Yeah. yeah. On those days where you're like, oh, can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. I have those. Mm-hmm. People are like, did you get up at 5am and go for a 20 mile run? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. When in fact I got up at six and did 12. Like, here's the thing, like it's a tough one, but I feel like when motivation goes, that's when discipline kicks in. Correct. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it is what it is. It's about it's having the habit there and yeah, yeah. putting yourself in a position to win and yeah. all of that stuff. What we've just spoken about. Yeah. Um, on the on the old Reddit, there's people who say um, reworking an old routine can help you form a new routine. Mm-hmm. True, yeah. yeah. So for me, it was taking lunch to work Yeah. yeah. or like preparing a coffee to okay. take with me. Yeah, yeah. I'm... I reworked my old routine. Mm-hmm. So my routine is to get my stuff ready the night before and then I don't have to think of, I never have to think about what I'm going to wear because I wear the same thing every day sure, sure. but I started putting my flask on t- in inside my shoe so you know yeah it's there I like can't put my shoe can't. on yeah, yeah, unless absolutely. I pick up this flask so I better make a coffee so smart yeah, 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 yeah super yeah, good yeah. Um, take a break and come back to it mm-hmm. that's another interesting answer um, what's the longest you've 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 what's the longest you've kind of felt like you've not been smashing it um Quite recently, I took a about three and a half weeks out of the gym, mm. which is a lot, pretty long time for me. Yeah, how did it feel? Um, 
I felt like I was melting. Melting cheese. Oh, <laughs> like you're struggling to lift a pen. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I'll tell you what, you won't struggle to lift. Cookies to your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean, like I just felt like I was just like absorbing into myself. Right. Okay. But um, there was a good reason why I wasn't going to do this stuff. But yeah. Um, but then like I just got back into the. I didn't have the motivation. Literally, right, there yeah, was no yeah. motivation. But then, like, was there? But was there discipline to make up for it? Exactly, because right. the destruction just been there. Then I was like, actually, no. Like my structures has been messed up now. Right. Let's get back to that. And then now, like, I'm just flying again. Back on it again. Yeah. yeah. yeah how many times you go to the gym a week? Five times, five six times a week. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever been twice in a day? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. You ever been three times in a day? Not three times. No. Okay. That's twice a day is my limit. That's yeah. your commitment. You're gonna yeah. go three times a day from now on. I don't know about that. <laughs> Can you imagine? That would be all. You would literally would just you would literally kill yourself. Yeah. Um, good. That's it. We made it. Nice. We made it all the way through the podcast. Felt good. Yeah, it felt very good. And we didn't have to. Now we can lift mm-hmm. the Anton ban. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah, it's done. We ha- we had a ban for the last like three or four weeks. Mm-hmm. We weren't allowed to mention you uh, because we knew you, you were you were on a, yeah. on your way to the podcast. So we can lift the ban and we can start talking about you again. Hashtag ban over. Hashtag the dab. Anton ban over. Yeah. Uh, so remember that internal motivation is more important than external motivation. Sometimes you have to trick yourself out of a rut. And Kim K has too much money. She does. She needs minimalism. She does. She needs to get rid of all her stuff. Check out the podcast. Check out the essay. That's what she used to do. That's what she do. She needs to read the. She needs to read. She needs to read decluttering. Decluttering. And she needs to read enough. <laughs> and she also needs to read things. Things. So we will link all of those in the show notes. And what's even better is that Craig's gonna have to listen to this whole podcast to work out what needs to go in the show notes. Ah yes. Yeah. So well done, Craig, for getting all the way through. Shouts out to you, Craig. Um, right, it's time for us to get back to the real world, but we'll see you next time on Manifest Simplicity. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a five-star review. That way more people get to hear the show. If you leave a five-star review, if enough people leave a five-star review, the podcast apps go, oh, what's this podcast that's got like all this love on it? And then they start promoting us. So that would be wonderful. If you want to read more things we've written, check out the blog at manifestsimplicity.com. And if you want to keep up with our daily lives, you can find us on Instagram by searching Manifest Simplicity. And you can find Anton by searching at and eat plants. And remember, when your life is simple, you allow space for your brain to work, for your heart to explore, and for your mind to be creative. Simple isn't always easy, but it's always more fulfilling.